three. Welcome back, everybody. We're on episode three of What the Fuck Is This Podcast. This episode, we're talking about, we're starting Riverdale season two, finally, where things get a little more interesting. We're only going to be doing episode one through 11. Yep. um, Because the rest of the seasons are 22 episodes, so we're splitting it up into two until we get to our... Are we season four? Yeah. Because we've only seen halfway through season four. So, um, uh, there soon it'll be new episodes for us, so we probably won't break down as many. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome back. Yay! We're wearing the same outfits. Yeah, we are recording two episodes a week right now. This makes it a little bit easier for, for our us. schedules. And so... But we did take a brief intermission, and we got Taco Bell. Taco Bell, if you want to sponsor us, we love you. Dr. Pepper, if you want to sponsor us, I love your Pepper Perks program, so... I don't think there's a Pepper Perks we haven't gotten. Yeah, well, since we found out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways... Or any dog brand ever, you could sponsor us as well. <laughs> We've got plenty to go around. Um, full warning, Miranda does have three dogs and a cat. Mm-hmm. Um... They do like to act crazy sometimes, but for the most time, they're just laying there being silly. Yeah. So if you do hear dogs in the background, that's where it's coming from. Yes. As long as the doorbell doesn't ring, we won't bark. So you don't have to worry too much about your eardrums, luckily. This week's book tea is going to be from Monica. Woo! So let's hear it. Um, Maverick needs the inside scoop. <laughs> they're paying full attention to me, but it's only because their ball is on the couch. Yeah. Um, so my book tea is the second series of the Never... Let me look it up. But anyways, it's called Scarred by Emily McIntyre. I do remember her name because Reba McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really At least we can say this title. <laughs> I still don't know if we said the right word. I think it's Never After series. The books don't go together, but they all kind of have like the same... Stop. Yeah, a Never, uh, a never After novel... So I read the first one, I kind of liked it. Well, actually, I really liked it. And I read this, now I want to read the second one just to make sure what if I don't like this writer. And there's another one in the series. This one, basically it's dark romance. Because we like to know I don't like the fluffy stuff. <laughs> Where I was like, last week was too dark. I need a fluffy little book. No, like, <laughs> how basically I told you, like, this yeah. book, I couldn't tell if I liked it or not. I'm going to say I went ahead and don't like it, but I'll still give it, like, a four out of five. I forgot to rate my book. Oh, you did. Oh, well. Um, but it's called Scarred. It's set in, like, the 1900s. And it's about this king that's coming into play. He kills his father. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so basically, this girl is sent off to marry the new king. Um, her f- dad was killed. Her uncle took care of her most of her life. Her mom never really did anything other than knitting. That's, that's literally what it said in the book. Like, all she did was sit around and knit and cook sometimes. And then, so she goes off to marry him. So her dad's a duke of this town. And then, the basically, the monarch stopped sending them money and stuff. So they decided to, like, try and kill the new king that comes in. So they send the daughter. She's there. She ends up... Like, her whole goal is to kill the new king and the whole line, the family line, because they killed her father. From what her uncle said, they killed her father. So she's, like, exploring the castle, trying to, like, 
you know, whatever. They have this dinner. This lady comes in, rolls a fucking person's head that used to sit, well, yeah, he used to sit on the council for, like, the king, and they're like, oh, who sent you? And he's like, the rebel king will rule you one. They're like, what the hell? Like, what are we to do? Um, we come to find out that the king, the king's brother is the rebel king. The king and his brother. Yes. She ends up falling in love with the brother, but she, the whole entire time, he doesn't, she doesn't know that he's the rebel king and is trying to take down um, the family line as well. Um, basically, they fall in love. They figure out they're both trying to kill the family line. They end up doing it. They end up killing everybody, basically. It takes a while, but they get there. But the whole story is like them being like, oh, I shouldn't love her. He's going to marry my brother. I shouldn't love him. He's in this family line. Yada, yada, yada. They do it a lot. They do. They do it a lot. They do it a lot. <laughs> a lot. There's like one time, I think the first time they're doing it, it's like four pages worth. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, but the book is pretty good. It's a good read. Would I ever get another book like this? Probably not. But that's why I don't, like, there's a lot of couple things in there that I don't like. Like, there's one part they're doing it, and then they're done, and he hand draws, like, a, with, like, a pen, which, like, it's the 1900s, like, you're telling me you have a feather, like, you know, <laughs> writing this shit. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I just thought about it. But he, like, writes in her inner thigh, she, like, an anatomically correct heart, and across it he puts, like, property of, and his name is Tristan, and he writes that. And then he's like, I'm going to get this tattooed on you for real. And then at the end of the book, it's like seven years later, she does have it tattooed on herself. Ew. So that was something I didn't like. And then I told you about the purity part where virginity is like, he's like, this is mine. It's mine to take. I just didn't like that part. Like the purity shit, I'm not into. Like it doesn't make any sense. I understand the time period it was written in, but at the same time. But were they married? No. No. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no, there's no reason. Like, okay. other than like the, it was like a fetishy. But other than that, the book was all right. It was a good read. I didn't like the ending. Um, the original king that before they killed him, he had a son with a mistress, but he was of a different race, and nobody could know, so they never let him off the property. But then seven years later, once like the rebel king is ruling, he comes in. And they're like here is your actual king and he puts the crown on the kid which doesn't make any sense like i get it like i get the sentiment i get it like yeah his father was the king but like not anymore he literally killed his dad but anyways if you're into that type of shit read it um i kept telling Miranda, i was like i can't decide if i like it or not but i think i'm definitely gonna say i didn't like this one i like the first one a lot like in the the series or whatever, but this one I just I don't know. I still like it, but that was my book for the week. Yes. And now we can get started on season two of Riverdale. Sorry, I didn't mean to excite everyone. We left off. Okay, so season one ends with Cheryl burning down her house. Everybody doing it with everybody. Jughead becomes like a serpent affiliate. Yeah, he's not like a servant servant, but because his dad's going away, they're going to help keep him safe and out of the foster system. Yeah, and then um, Fred Andrew is getting shot at Pops by the Black Hood. So, season two, episode one. Yeah, I 
loved, like in that opening scene. Well, like after the rushing to the hospital and everything, when we go, we finally get to see Jug again. And now he's like this honorary serpent, and all of a sudden he's got this fucking like motorcycle dirt bike thing, and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like all of a sudden he knows how to drive it. <laughs> like, <laughs> where did you even get this from? It's just this dramatic shot of him like, <laughs> and then the back tire like spinning, but he's not moving. Yes. And, okay. Oh, it killed me. My first note was, um, Archie having to drive his dad to the hospital, like. I thought this was a small town. Yeah. Who else could they be busy with? I'm sorry. And did, so did he not even call? Like, I don't understand. Was he just so panicked? He was like, I'm the only one who can get them there in time. When, like, the fucking ambulance, if he would have come, it could have done help right there on the yes. scene. Yes. Honestly. I put crying so sad. Because it was really sad. Because it made me oh. start thinking, like, if that happened to my parents, like... Fight or flight, frozen. Tragic. Like, it I don't was, know oh, No. But. Um, Archie calling the phone call to his mom and, like, oh, explaining what happened. Yes. That made me sad. Yeah. I was just like that. I don't ever want to have to make a phone call like that. Ever. Right. And then could you imagine you're, like, telling your mom, like, sure, they're not together together anymore, but, like, you know she's still going to care about him because it was yeah. just, like, they had difference of opinion on, like, how they wanted to proceed in life. She wanted to leave Riverdale and everything. And so... It was just, like, so sad to me to think, like, she, he, there was probably was, like, some sort of conversation, like, yeah, I'm going to stay here with Dad. Like, don't worry about me. We'll take care of each other. And, like, the thought of, like, like, they didn't take care of each other. Like, yeah. But they did, of course. It's, like, not his fault. But, yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, my next note brings us back to what fucking time are they in? The hospital is, like, straight out of the 40s. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I literally wrote, why does a hospital look so outdated? Exactly. Even, like, what the nurses are wearing? Yes. Like, I was like, this is not giving the right, like, if it's a 2020 max, even a little bit before that, that is not what a hospital looks like. It has fucking yellow lighting. Like, I, no. I don't understand what time period we're in. No. No, that but is, even if we did know what time period it was in, it wouldn't. It still wouldn't make any sense. No, no. So yeah, then we get to see Jug on the motorcycle and the dirt bike. <laughs> that was hysterical to me. Um, they leave. They're at the hospital, and then you can definitely tell that Archie is lying about what happened at Pops when he's explaining the story. Yeah, and so that was my thing. I'm like, why is he lying? Right, and then I thought it was weird when he's talking to Sheriff Keller, and the he's like, oh, so he was wearing, like, a black ski mask. He's like, no, it's a black hood. What is the fucking difference? Also, it kind of is a ski mask. It, it is a thousand percent a ski mask. Like, if I think a hood is, like... Yeah, like, attached to a jacket. And your face is your exposed. Face. No, yes. His face is completely covered. Yeah. So I didn't it's get It's either, like, collection. a giant beanie <laughs> that he pulled over his face and cut the holes out of, or it's a ski mask. Maybe like, it's, it's not that serious, sir. Maybe it's Jughead's beanie. Yeah, it's almost like he knows he wants to be called the Black Hood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's almost like he knows he wants to be called the Black Hood, so he's trying to set up that whole storyline. Yeah. But it was very, very weird. But also, it's, like, very weird that he he did call it, like, a Black Hood. I know. Because it's not. It's, like, a face mask. It's a I mask. I don't... Which I think... This this note came from the same conversation 
because I wrote Sheriff Keller has a vendetta against meth and the jingle jangle. I was like, the jingle jangle. <laughs> I literally put it in quotes when he's like, the jingle jangle. <laughs> okay, but that also brings the question, is jingle jangle just myth? Like, myth? Meth? Meth? It's not a myth. It's a myth, Monica. No, is it meth? I think, I don't know. Because okay. that goes back to episode, or season one, I, when... Is that what the fucking Blossoms have been selling this whole time is Jingle Jangle? Which is meth. Mm. But I do think it is meth. Because I think it's episode 11 of season 2. Or episode... When they shut down the school. We're not there yet, but we will talk about it this episode. Uh, they say it was like... Um, it's closed down due to the chemicals in the meth lab being shut down. Oh, yes, outside? Yeah, so I do think it was definitely I think meth. they're the same thing. They just found a way to make it and put it into a pitsy stick. <laughs> I know, it's just so funny because I only think of pixie sticks with candy. Yeah. Jane and I go, watch out, guys. <laughs> Halloween's coming soon. <laughs> um, okay, but then he goes home. And then he takes his dog on a walk while covered in blood. Yeah. You're telling me nobody around him? They're in a park. You can see other people around. Yeah. Nobody's like, why the fuck does this guy and this girl in pearls, like, walking next to him? I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Veronica keeps making uh, rich references I don't understand because I'm not rich, apparently. Like what? I don't know what was said in this one. Oh. But she probably said something about money, and I was just like, I don't get this. Um, Fair this is also where we see Cheryl going to the hospital while her mom's wrapped like a mummy. Yes. Because she was in the fire. Yes, which then I wrote, <laughs> because I didn't remember how. I was like, how does Penelope get these burns? We literally saw her, like, beating Cheryl, like, her hair or whatever around, like, screaming that the house was on fire. Mm. I'm like, we literally saw her out. How did she get these burns? And then, in the end, the portrait. She ran back into a burning house for a portrait of your dead son and husband, who your son was trying to run away from you, and your husband literally killed him. <laughs> and then he killed himself. <laughs> like, why, why would you this portrait? Why is it so important? Like, if I was going back into a house fire for something... It would have been something that holds, like, tremendous value, which I don't think a portrait would. I think maybe it does to her because maybe they put so much on being, like, the perfect family or something. I don't know. But then? Like, she was like, I want to go back to this time where I had my perfect family. Yeah, but, but then she has, like, all this jewelry and stuff. I would have rather gone in for that. Also, where was Nana Rose in this? Yeah! Because she's not dead. We're continuing yeah, to see her. Yeah, you this year. I put Cheryl going dark by then. <laughs> um... I put no. the angel of death. She holds, she holds the breathing tube to oh, her yes. mom. Yes. And it's like, if you ever so much as, whatever, she threatens her somehow yes. over something. I think it was over telling, like, that she set the yeah. house fire. Um, I wrote down Cheryl being in the hospital room that Archie's dad is in. And then she kisses his forehead and then tells Archie that she's returning the favor. Yeah. Which, I don't know what that means. Like, is she trying to say because he saved her from the ice? So then she... But then that doesn't make sense to me because Archie, like, physically pulled Cheryl out yeah, of like the water to keep her from life. dying. How is a kiss, How is a kiss <laughs> saving Fred? 
No, it would never. My man. Man, man, man. Um, I wrote, the tension in the lodge house, I can't. Because, again, nobody knows what anybody's fucking doing. Like, it isn't all of these fucking families. Exactly. <laughs> and then I wrote, Betty acting scared of Jug becoming a serpent. <laughs> it's literally a joke. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, maybe I just don't, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not perfect or something. I don't, is she scared because they're supposed to be, like, a bad gang or something? What is, like, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong. With the serpents. Yeah. It, nothing at all. Because that's what I was like, later on in the episodes, I don't see it. No. Like they're, they literally don't deal with drugs. No. They don't do anything. They no. just hang around and they're family for each other. They stand up for each other. Yes. That's all I can get from them. Yes. So I don't get that. And then I did write this. These I don't feel like the flashbacks are what the fuck, but it made me realize... But there's no teenage weddings in Riverdale. How do we escape Riverdale with not one teenage wedding? We get super, super close with Polly. It was like oh, Poppy. Oh, yeah. Pop, Polly and Jason, of course. But we yeah. don't actually get it. And I was like, how the oh, fuck did we get out of here with no teenage weddings? Like, it's really not what the fuck, but it did make me think when I was yeah. watching it. Yeah, but we're technically, what we're up to, they're still in high school. So it's still a possibility. Yeah, but I think we, they graduate in season four, though. I think. Or it's the beginning of season five. I don't know. Eventually they have to graduate. <laughs> I know they do soon. We just haven't seen it. Um, my last note for season... Episode. For episode one is Miss Grundy getting killed by the Black Hood. Yes. After we see her doing the same thing she did with Archie with a new student. I literally said Miss Grundy did not learn her lesson. <laughs> oh, she definitely did not. But I think that's also why she ran away the first time. Because don't they find out that, like, she also did it before Archie? I don't know. I can't remember all that. But I I think so. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember for sure. And then, of course, my controversial take of Daddy Lodge coming home. <laughs> I I find him very attractive. Not personality-wise, looks-wise. Okay. I need to look I this love up. the tall, dark, and handsome. I really do. Matthew, I know you're not watching, but that includes you. Tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> no, I like them skinny and looking like they're about to die. <laughs> it literally has nothing out. to do with his like personality or anything. Because I know, I know you're into FP. Because like, oh, fixer upper. No, I don't want Hiram's money. I don't want. I definitely don't want that personality. Like as my husband or whatever. But. That tall, dark, and handsome. I love the dark hair. He's not a fucking ghost. <laughs> Sign me up. Oh, but I did just want to bring this up because I think we talked about it in episode one. But the student that Miss Grundy is fucking around with is the drive-in worker. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Just fucking crazy. But I think it was because it's on the outskirts of town, like the drive-in. Mm-hmm. So it makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's funny. I wonder if they were ever going to do anything with that or it was just like a random thing. Two? Yes. Or three? Season two, episode two. I wrote a lot for this episode. I think I did too, but I didn't really like the one very well yet. Okay, since I'm so far ahead in the show, like I can't, like going back now, because I did this like like a week ago, two weeks ago. It's been so so hard to like, my first note is called The Clumpster. 
I don't know who said it. I don't know what was being talked about. <laughs> what is this note? I said, why are people punishing pop? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, um, oh, this one I do want to talk about because I know exactly what I'm talking about. In episode two, Archie being like, the Black Hood is targeting me. Why the fuck would the Black Hood only care about you? Yeah. No. no. Doesn't make any sense. No. Sorry that your dad and your ex-girlfriend got shot first. <laughs> but no. A no. thousand percent no. We didn't know at this time, obviously, that he's targeting sinners. But I can one thousand percent guarantee you. And, and, small time vibes. You know everybody. <laughs> you can come up with a reason for everybody. Also, like, if it, like, it could have been seen like, as a robbery. Like, to go in there, shoot. It's the only popular diner in fucking town. <laughs> Might be the only it's, diner. Honestly, because it's I the only know. place, other than the nightclub, that's the only place we've ever seen them go to. Yes. So, like, it's the most likely spot that if someone's walking or going through town, that's where they're going to go. And that's where they're going to exactly stop to steal money. Um, but speaking of Archie, or Archiekins, <laughs> um, he starts doing the jingle jangle because he needs to stay up and hold down the fort while his dad is recovering. Sir. No. Call the sheriff. No. Call the sheriff. <laughs> call the sheriff. He's got to have some deputies or something. Right? Um, you also have a dog. <laughs> I know when there's a squirrel in my backyard every <laughs> single time. Like, I don't... I, Vegas is a lab, but... But even then... Guard dog, still. Nonetheless. Yeah. It's not like a... If you had a French bulldog, different story. Yeah. But... So I would, freaking, you would still know. Oh, yeah. You would know. Exactly. Especially if someone was entering the house. Yeah. <sighs> also, like, they bring up the dog, like, three times, and then you never see it again. Like, what is this dog doing? Yeah, he's very, very, very much a side character. Um, I wrote down that Veronica's dad shows up to school. Like, he goes to her school. Which I thought was very weird. Yeah, I didn't. I did not write that down. But you're right. Yeah, like he, Why? out of nowhere, like out of the blue, he's just like, "For what? You've been in jail, sir. I don't need to see you at school." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I put, "Why did the principal tell the students?" But I don't know what I was referring to. Probably something about the black hood, or that Grundy died. Yeah, it was that Grundy died because then Archie like stormed out of the room or whatever. Yeah, or like the, yeah, which then I think they managed to get away with, like, not really many people finding out that he was fucking a teacher. Dead giveaway. Right there. This is just yeah. as bad when they're walking around talking about Moose, a closeted yeah. gay man in the school hallways. Like, yeah. Kevin, shut the fuck up. But I also up. think it's, like, the same thing where, like, or not the same thing, but where, um, it's, like, cool to date someone older in high school. Maybe. And, like, for guys, it's always... Maybe the jocks would have been about it, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like... It wasn't something that they'd be like, oh, what the fuck? You were sleeping with the teacher. They'd be like, oh, hell yeah. You were sleeping with the teacher, Miss Grundy. Like, oh. that's what they would see it as. Um, this is where we get introduced to Penny Peabottom. Penny fucking Peabottom. Yeah. When Jughead goes to her to try to get his dad out of jail. I, I don't know how he thought he was going to get out of that with just doing, like, that one little thing. Whatever it was, but... I also hate fucking Penny Peabottom. Mm-hmm. She is a horrid person. Oh, I don't know. 
I don't like her. I think she's like the epitome of what everyone views the serpents as. Mm-hmm. But like, they're not that. And yeah, I don't know. It was, it was annoying. This is also when an anonymous buyer ends up buying pops. Anonymous buyer being Hiram fucking Lodge. And do we get a true explanation as to why he bought pops? Like I don't think so. I think it doesn't give like a clear one, but it does say like he bought it and then he let um, Pop be the manager of it. Right. He's like, we'll keep it on the DL. Like act like you still own it. But they, weren't they having a fundraiser or something? Yeah, because they were trying to. Reason? They're trying so to keep Pops open. He just, he just yeah. bought it to make Veronica happy. So he just of. bought it so Pops could stay open. They show oh Veronica's mom writing the letter. That was what the fuck to me. Yeah. Um. So in the first season, I literally wrote Hermione. Hermione wrote that letter. Unlikely. Yeah, she didn't really write it. No. It was Hiram. No. But the mom just takes the fall for it. I am not taking the fall for my husband. I don't know how much I love him. Yeah. No. No. Especially with uh, something that pissed your daughter off, like, so much. Or, like, I guess maybe not pissed her off, but, like, pushed her yeah, so you far. Could, yeah, it like, made her so uncomfortable. And, but she did the thing yes. to protect her mom. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that very much. And then they show Miss Grundy's dead fucking body. What is up with this show yeah. and showing the dead Why do we body? see them? I don't get it. Well, yeah, they show her dead body. They say she was killed with the cello bow. Which I think is another... I think that's probably when Archie was like, why are you targeting me? Yeah. But, like, just because you bought her the bow, like... Doesn't mean anything. It could have just been the closest thing. I don't know. That was weird to me. Um. And when we talk about the anonymous buyer, though, I do want to talk about the uh, song choice of Cheryl and the Pussycats <laughs> to save Pops. He's really singing like an acapella version of milk. M- the, 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 I just can't even. It's like Glee. Can't even it's giving it. Glee. It's giving Glee. My milk chase brings all the boys to the yard and in like a nice little it's melody. It's better than yours. It's like very sweet and like. I, I don't know. I'm like, do you guys know what this song is about? Yes. <laughs> it's like you're just singing it because the word milkshake is in it and you buy yeah. milkshakes. They pop. literally Googled milkshake songs mm-hmm. and that song came up. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheryl lying on the stand for FP. Yeah. That was weird to me. Especially because like four episodes ago we're slapping the shit out of Jughead. <laughs> For what FP did. Oh. Okay. I put Betty's mom being a bitch and then taking pictures. Taking pictures of what? Um. Uh. FP was talking to oh, Hermione. Hermione. But mm-hmm. she's like being a bitch to Betty and um, Veronica the entire time, and then she leaves and she's like, she's like, ah! snap. Like, what <laughs> is this? Like, ma'am. Like. No kidding. What? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I put, I love Pops. I love Pops. Because I love Pops. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Penny Peabody being a bad person. It's like, oh, well, you owe me a favor. Yeah. That's when, ugh, fucking hate her. Whoever <sighs> plays her, though, it did really good. Oh, God, yeah. I wonder what else she's done. Because, like, what am I watching? <laughs> no. I but watch. I feel like she's a bad person in every show she's in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... This is also when Archie 
goes and buys a gun, or he gets a fucking gun. Why didn't Betty? Where's Miss Grundy's gun at? Give it to, to Archie. This man thinks he needs a gun. He's high up on jingle jangle fucking half the time. You do not need a gun. Drugs and guns are not meant to be mixed. And <laughs> what? I don't. What do you need the gun for? Period. Like. He's losing his goddamn mind. Exactly. I think it's just the drugs making him so paranoid that he's like, yeah. the only way to fix this is to get a gun. Yes. You know? And then this episode ends with Moose getting shot. Yeah, with Midge out in the car. But what? Like, I don't... Them, uh, him getting shot makes no fucking sense no. at all. Like, nowhere in the storyline does he need to get shot. No. And he's so like... And what's he a sinner for? Right. Like, like is it because he was with Kev? Like, is that so the sin? Is it being gay? Is it having premarital sex? Because if it's premarital sex, we gotta target a lot more people. <laughs> so, episode three, we got the red circle. I hate the red circle. I, I cannot. I think it's so cringe. Me too. So fucking cringe. Because... Like, why? Just, I, okay. Before we go into talking... The jingle jingle. <laughs> Can we leave the vacuum alone, please? <laughs> okay, before we start talking about the red circle, there was other stuff that happened before that. Oh, shit, okay. Um, so what the fuck is the hookup forest? And clearly it's only for men. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, isn't that the one that's only for men? Because... Yes. But my only thing is... I don't think any woman would ever go out into the night into a forest and be like, yeah, I'm going out here to make out with somebody and hook up. Exactly. And what I, I don't like, and then Betty like hounding Kevin about it. I'm like, bro, you are in a small town. He's probably not very accepted. He's like, he says, yeah. he's the only out gay man. Just let the man get some ass where he wants to get some ass. Like, like I get, I understand her worry and like, Yes, especially because the black hood is running around. Yes. But, like, you're not his mom. You voice your concern, like, one time, and then you move on. If he wants to talk about it or whatever, you can say, like, hey, Kev, I'm not comfortable talking about this. But you don't need to be up his ass like Mm -hmm. this. Like, let the man live his life. Yes. We all love a good I told you so moment, so <laughs> just let him be. But yeah, he goes but yeah, out cruising. What is it? What is, but it's like he's going cruising, I know. Oh my god. To a fucking forest. What does that mean? Get Bumble. Get Tinder. <laughs> don't they mention Bumble by name? Or is that they, later on? I think they mentioned Grinder. Yeah, it's I think they go or on. Something. It's like a different name. I remember them going on though because um, it is later because it's when whatever his name is in the show, but it, his. His real life name is Charles Mountain. Breaks up with Veronica when they're running the speakeasy. They break up. Oh. And then he's like in that little like gathering room with Archie. And he's like, he's like, man, it's just so hard out here trying to be on Bumble. And I was like, and this was like in college. This is like season three or four. And I was like, product placement, product placement. <laughs> yes. But that also gives very small town vibes. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> Yes. Um, this episode I also forgot that Jughead started going to another school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he's still fine. always at the other school. Oh yeah, always. So it doesn't make any sense. And then, what is that other gang name? Oh, gargoyle. No. The Ghoulies. Ghoulies. The Ghoulies. I wrote that down. I put the Ghoulies question mark question mark. <laughs> Just like what the fuck are the Ghoulies, and where did they come from? 
because this is the first time they're ever fucking mentioned, but yet the Southside Serpents have, like, the worst rep. I know, and they're clearly way worse. So it's like, does, does the rest of Riverdale not know about the ghoulies or something? Yeah. And then it's like Penny... It's like almost like the ghoulies are just like a small gang in the serpents. Yes. Because Penny is like in charge of them. Yeah. They're like her bitch or something. I don't even fucking know. What is that? Um, and then we get to the red circle. I said, I cannot. No, I Exactly. Simply. It, enough said. I fucking cannot. I barely um, wanted to watch those scenes. No. It's so embarrassing. It's so And like bad. cringe. I put Archie is getting annoying. Mm-hmm. With this red circle. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand he wants to protect, like, his friends, his dad, and shit. But there's a certain extent that you can't control. And you think fucking a gang of high schoolers is going to be able to take him down? Running around with one gun. <laughs> Yours. <laughs> no. And then, <laughs> no. And then this is when um, Betty gets introduced to the Black Hood. Writes yeah. a letter. I put the black hood letter kind of cringe. <laughs> I love. Uh, I said I. I think it's like the end of this episode because I said how handing over this black hood note and then the o- like the voiceover is him reading the black yes. hood note. I was fucking dying because we don't know yet, but he's the literal black hood. He's reading his own note. Yes. Amazing. Just amazing. Um, oh my god. Oh, Polly says she's leaving to go to the farm, but then we haven't seen her in the past couple episodes. Where have you been? Yeah, where are you going? Where have you been? You've been gone already. You could she, honestly, at this point, she could have. We could have never seen her again. Exactly, which I think is funny because then I wrote LMAO. Polly Child is the poster child of sin. Polly is the poster child of sin. Really, <laughs> really, that no. Um, Jughead gets beat up. <laughs> oh yeah because he won't which i don't understand he goes to south side the whole point of the serpents coming to him is that he is going to help or they're going to help him stay safe and all this shit but then he goes to south side and he won't sit with the serpents so the ghoulies beat him up like, dude this is literally why they gave you the fucking jacket bro yeah like you're supposed to sit with him and he's wearing the jacket like if you're gonna wear the jacket, just fucking sit with them. Exactly. Archie and Hiram, I can't. No. Whatever the fuck the relationship is. And Hiram's like, yeah, you need to do this. And he's like gassing him up. Which like, I understand from Hiram's perspective because he doesn't like Archie, so he's trying to make him look bad. But look at the camera. But but why the fuck does some dad who's like in his thirties wanna make a sixteen year old look bad? Yes. It doesn't make any sense. But that's the same thing. It's like these parents and kids are too involved in each other's business. Exactly. Like, you should be worried about, like, tryouts and shit. And, like, exactly. taking them to practice. Not who your daughter's dating, fucking wanting to get a vent has a vendetta against somebody. Oh um, Kevin's vision, where he, like, um, he's out cruising and then he gets pulled into the car and, like, shot and shit. I said Kevin the murderino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, I also said when Polly, I forgot this part because I was loving that Polly is the poster child of sin, according to Mama Cooper. But also, Mama Cooper shitting on the farm. Sorry, I have something in my eye. And says, what is she going to give birth in a trough? I'm like, 
you're literally in like two seasons gonna be like head bitch of the fucking farm. <laughs> you lose your relationship uh, with Betty over the farm. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Um, and this is where we finally get to see the video where he creates the video. This is where, Cringe. like, it closes off. It and the episode ends with the video. With the video. And Archie's message to the Black Hood. So cringe. And then, kind of like the quote that he said, he said, We will hunt you. We will find you. We will end you. Yeah. You're 16 years old. This man already has two hits out. You think you're going to be able to kill him with your fucking high school best friends? No. 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 Nope. So cringe. So cringe. So we have episode four now. Yes. My first note is Archie turning dark, which I don't get why they have to make everybody turn dark. Yeah, just because something traumatic happens. Yeah, like, we have trauma. Go to therapy. Deal with it. Go to therapy. (laughs) Honestly, I'm on my second week of Prozac, so... Probably I don't go dark. (laughs) Can you imagine? What would would I even go dark for? Like, Taco Bell didn't have Baja Blast. (laughs) My next note is... um, The fight in the rain. Why was it in the rain? (laughs) Why is Veronica in this cloak? She's still fucking soaked. <laughs> if anything, it's even worse. Like, <laughs> and what were we accomplishing with the fight? What did we yeah. resolve? And then, um, so my whole thing is just about the fucking red circle for season four, mm-hmm. or for episode four, about like, Veronica making, like, she joins the red circle, makes t-shirts for them. <laughs> Man's out here with the fucking cricket, just fucking ironing on these fucking shirts. That's what I'm fucking saying. Um, Betty also gets a letter from the Black Hood. Archie doesn't see what he did wrong, like the video. Yeah. But sir, you're putting a huge target on your own fucking back by doing that. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Archie pulling out the gun. Man has gone full crazy. Oh my god. I bet he was on that jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. <laughs> There's another quote. That says, the Bulldogs eat serpents for lunch. <laughs> so you're a football team against a gang. Like, I'm sorry. And also at this time, if the, the serpents s- are a gang, I would suspect a little bit more guns. Not going to lie. The serpents have literal grown men. Yes. And you all are a fucking jingle jangle yes. football team. You're all high. Fuck. And then, okay, so my other note about the fight is why is Dilton Doily fighting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he has nothing to do with the Bulldogs or the fucking Serpents. No. He's just there fighting. For the Mims. Let's <laughs> tell those kids someday. But it doesn't make any yeah. sense. No, it's ridiculous. Um, and then this episode ends with the Black Hood calling Betty. Oh, and I wrote this ringtone. Oh, the lollipop one? But then she changes it like halfway. Like, I think it's, is it episode 11? 10 or 11, she changes it back to like the normal ringtone. Right, it's, or it's almost like when she's in private, it rings with the lollipop. Mm-hmm. And then when when it's not, it rings normal when someone's around. But it doesn't make any like, sense. How is someone controlling this? And 
How did she, like, you know damn well she didn't set this ringtone up. But, I mean, we do know it was her dad, so maybe her dad stole her phone and, like, programmed but it. I don't but think was, so. No, exactly. Like, I don't. And plus, it's like, it's not going to have a ringtone that you set to somebody. No. Because it's always it's an, an unknown, unknown number. I don't know how they're doing this. Yeah. I don't know. So, episode five. Yeah. Isn't this when Nick St. Clair comes to town? Um, yes. Okay. So, my first couple of notes is, like, the call with Black Hood. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck is he reaching out to her? How did he get her number? I put, I hate Alice. <laughs> I do. But I understand she's trying to be, like, an overprotective mom. But, like, sometimes it's just way too this much. This is TikTok clip for episode <laughs> three. <laughs> I hate her mom. I do. I'm not gonna lie. But I hate Alice because I do. <laughs> I just do. Like Ugh. she's too overprotective. She's too much. Why do you think your daughter doesn't tell you shit? Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the daughter doesn't tell you shit because you're overbearing. It just no. Simply no. Respectfully no. Um. Why did she only tell Archie about the black hood calling her? Because it goes back to their whole fucking thing of her being in love with him and she trusts him and only him, but yet she's dating Jughead, but it's like she doesn't trust Jughead to like keep her safe. Yeah. Like I feel like that's where her love comes from Archie. She feels like he can protect her and keep her safe and that's what we all want. Yeah. Well, I mean, not every woman. (laughs) I don't want to speak for womankind. But most of women are looking for someone where they're going to feel that safe. trust. Yeah. And that trust. So like, if I can't go to you over something like this, we shouldn't be together. No. If I don't want you to go to the bar with me so no one hits on me, why are we together? Like, yeah. I don't. So, but it just goes back to either she was never in love with her, him, they're just really close friends, and she felt safe by him, or she's not fucking over him. Yeah, which I think that she's not over him. As a and she's just dating part. Jughead, which like R.I.P. Jug. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with him. And then in this episode, we find out the traumatic truth: Betty's mom is from the South yes. Side, and we get the beginning of the Black Hood making Betty do things. Oh yes, like bad things. But Betty's mom being from the South Side is it helps understand like. She knows what goes on on the South Side, so she doesn't want Betty to be involved. But at the same time, like, I feel like it makes her behavior worse, too, because, Yes. She tries to do, like, this very pristine, like, perfect, yes, clean image. But then, man, you literally have a mugshot that you're from the South Side. Perfect. Can we talk about Nick and Veronica yet? Oh, I'm almost there. Um, Well, yeah, we can do this. No, you're fine. You're fine. So, he does show up. Um, and he says that Veronica used to do drugs like it's nothing. He just drops that line like it's fucking nothing. Uh, which I think is supposed to imply like these big city vibes and yes. you're such a small town loser now. But like, uh, she got jingle jingle bitch. <laughs> and then they, when they all do it together <laughs> yes. at this party uh, and then we get these like rave like yes. Uh, anyway. So Wait, is that, are you um, ready for Nick now? Yes. Okay. He's a piece of fucking shit. He's a piece of shit. Veronica bragging about being the it couple with Nick in the city, telling Archie not to be worried. Pick me energy. 
Oh, fuck yes. <gasps> you, you're literally Bomb. saying that to make Archie jealous. Yes. Like, there's no other reason for you to say that. Be like, oh, we used to be together. We had a thing. We're and that's such it. the it couple. Oh, so what, Archie and? Andrews and his abs are nothing to you? Like, <laughs> it, it made it feel like what Nick's doing where, like, you used to do drugs. Who are you now? Where, like, she's like, my life was so much better there. I yeah. was in an it couple. Yeah, it's basically being like, my life is shit now that I'm here in fucking Riverdale. And this it couple isn't anything. Yeah. Oh, I could not stand that. Yes. And then I just wrote that Nick and Veronica give me the literal ick. Like, yeah. they're... There's not just one quality. It's them together as people. Their whole personalities now yes. give me the it. But it's understandable Ooh. how they used to date. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's just to me, I was like, this is the literal, this is the literal it. Um, everybody's lying to each other. Oh, yeah. In this fucking episode, I don't get it. <laughs> the jingle fucking jangle everybody's fucking doing together. And that whole party scene, I fucking hated it. <sighs> Nick being a fucking piece of shit he's just so disgusting yes just gross um i will talk about one part okay when they have i don't know what they're fucking doing it's like a brunch fucking that event that they're having okay alice's fucking look oh oh yeah where she comes in she's wearing that like fucking low cut fucking beige dress where she's with the slits and then she wears a fucking serpent around her neck yeah she's like hey yeah so now that you all know yeah, she's like, don't get me wrong. She looks amazing in this look. Oh, yeah. But it's like. Stunning. It's very much like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I could not. <laughs> she's like, shut it, Hal. <laughs> me too. Uh, I don't care um, for Hal. Nick being a piece of shit again. Fucking drugging Cheryl. Ugh. I hated that. I hated that so much. Yes. Because your feelings for Cheryl are starting to shift. She's being. Mm-hmm. Less mean girl. It's uh. more. She. I think it's because we get to see another side of her. Where it's exactly like we understand why she is the way she is, and she starts toning it down a bit. Yes, exactly. It's the toning down, and yeah, we we see a softer side to Cheryl. So you start to fall in love with her. She's still doing her like bad shit, but but it's the beginning of my love for Cheryl. I think she turns out to be like a very sweet person. Who's, like, misunderstood, so she doesn't know how to channel her energy. Yes. Whatever, but... Yeah. And then at the end of this episode, we have Jughead officially joining the Serpents. Which, like, everybody suspected it. Yeah, we we all knew knew it was coming. Yeah. We all knew it was coming. So... It was more likely that he was going to join than he didn't. Yeah. Do you have any other notes for episode five? No. Episode 5 was a lot. Yeah. But I liked episode 5. Because it starts taking yeah. away from the red circle. Thank like that comes to a fucking close. Heavens. But then we get the Nick St. Clair. What is more cringe? Nick St. Clair or the red circle? I want to say the red circle. I think I do too. Because the Nick St. Clair is more likely to actually happen in real life. Yeah. The red circle is just a ridiculous, like... It's trying to show fucking your fucking strength, your masculinity. Yeah. And there was no need for it. Yeah. Episode six. I hated Cheryl's mom in this episode. Right? Who doesn't? You know? But I hated her more than usual because 
She's, like, accusing Cheryl of being the reason why he did it. He's, like, she's basically saying that it's her fault that it happened, that she got drugged, which it's never your fucking fault. No. Never. No. I can't, I can't stand, I, I don't know. Your mom should just be there for you and, like. Yeah. And this scene, Penelope is so much worse than Alice. Like, all the shit talking we've done on Alice, like, I, Penelope in one scene is just the bottom scum of the earth mom. Yes. Now. Because Alice is coming from a place of, like, love and care. She's just doing too much. Penelope's just being a fucking bitch. Yeah. Which, like, what kind of mother does not believe her daughter? Why would Cheryl lie? And also, why the fuck would the St. Clairs give you a check if they didn't think it was true? And why is Penelope believing a fucking stranger? Yes! It's not even like the Lodges are believing their old friends over their daughter. No. No, it's Penelope believing a literal stranger. Yeah. And still accepting a check. Yeah. If it doesn't make any sense, like, if the Lodge... How fucked up the Lodges are and they still believe Cheryl... Yes! They believe Cheryl and they're like, oh, like, yeah, he, they're not gonna press charge. They don't care about it anymore. Until Veronica's like, yeah, he tried to do the same shit to me. Ugh. And then they're like, oh, let's fuck him up. Like, that to me says a lot about the parents. Yeah. Because I would do the same thing for my, even for my fucking niece. Oh, yeah. Did you give up every time I'd be sitting in fucking jail. Oh, yeah. Would, this podcast oh, yeah. would end. <laughs> I'd have to find a new co-host. It's me in a cell just, like, talking about it. I'm be like, so guys, our episodes have to be really, really short because. Really up. We, we only have five, mi- five minutes to talk. In the phone call, yeah. The mayor goes with the sheriff to raid Southside High. In what fucking world? In what fucking world? Yeah. And then they start arresting them with mm-hmm. little to no, like, reasoning. Exactly. Like, you have nothing on these fucking kids other than they're in the same gang. Exactly. But they're not... And we're not arresting ghoulies? No. Like, we're just arresting the serpents. Again, to the whole, why don't we know about the serpents on the north... Or the ghoulies on the north side? Yeah. They start getting ready for the race. The serpents against the ghoulies for territory and to stop dealing drugs. Once again, proving that the serpents are a lot better than they're made out to be. Right. (laughs) I put, why are all the parents crazy? True. Like, the only, the most normal one that I can think of is Fred. Mm-hmm. But even then, how he handled the Miss Grundy situation. Yeah, that's that the wasn't only normal thing. thing. But other than that, he's like, yeah, he's like. The most normal, he's trying to do the best for his family. Like, mm-hmm. his wife left. He's trying to hold down the fort. He's doing, he's working as hard as possible. But everybody else is too much. When did you get that? For these next couple episodes, I don't. I have like five or six main things. I, I know. Do, I don't. But have they, much. nothing like interesting happened. No. Um, but what the fuck of the actual street race was not that getting arrested or anything. No. It's who the fuck invited Cheryl? Yes. Why is she there? Who invited her? How did she even know of it? She's not in her circle. No. Like, how did she know? No. And then. Oh, I wanted to talk about. I don't know if this have. I don't know. I need to label my shit. Um, 
Why was Tony waiting to swoop Jug? Like, so the Black Hood makes Betty break up with Jughead. Mm-hmm. Archie does it for her, whatever. Then the next day or whatever it's supposed to be, um, Tony is comes over to Jug's place and is like, she doesn't want to be his rebound, but then immediately kisses him. Oh, when he's like, Betty broke up with me. Yes. Tony, what the fuck? And then after that, she's like, yeah, she's either a girl. Yeah, I think. Okay, I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure she implies she's into women. Then why the fuck? I'm pretty sure they slept together. I didn't get that at all. So (laughs) what? Yeah. And then, yeah, the street racing to decide the leading gang. How what? How is that? And then Archie like sets the whole thing up, which like. Get it, but, like... It gives me a lot of sense of, like, Archie has no idea about gang life or anything like that. Exactly. Like, even I have some clue. Like, automatically, if the cops are there, they're gonna know it's a setup, and I know it's gonna be shit for the other people that, like, didn't get arrested. Exactly. everybody fucking knows that. Everybody knows you don't get the cops involved unless you absolutely fucking have to. Exactly. Lay down. No, this is silly. Lay in her lap. But... Come on, big boy. Just chill out. Big boy. And so then I wrote, Betty's a car girl. And then, <laughs> she's like being a fucking mechanic. And then we have this whole conversation where she's like, she or Doug, I can't, I didn't write down who. She's like, I love you and I won't stop. Don't let the clutch slip. Oh. <laughs> Which would have been Betty. What? <laughs> what? Because like, I'm telling you, like we said before, apparently Hal is a fucking mechanic and knows what he's doing when it comes to cars. But then, it's never shown in the fucking anywhere. So then they get caught. Okay. Yes. Um, Miss fucking Penelope Blossom sitting by the fireplace. And Cheryl goes, careful, don't want to get burned again. I was living for it. Absolutely fucking living for it. Honestly. But anyways, when they're doing the pancake mix delivery, pancake mix. For Penny. And Archie's like, yeah, I'll go with you or whatever because they need to use this truck. And then they like they go through all the troubles and everything. They drop it off. They get there. And the guy's like, which one is Jughead? And Jug literally goes, you know my name? And I'm like, oh, oh now they fucking yes. do. Okay, you that is the next it? episode. Anyway, yes. Okay. So, oh, wait. But I was just like, that was my next like major <laughs> note because, like I said, there was a whole lot going on. Um, They find out that the English teacher is the drug dealer. Oh, that's right. Six. Yeah, I didn't write that down. And then he's in jail, and the Black Hood fucking sneaks into the jail and kills him. How do you sneak into a jail? Again, it's what again, time frame is this? What time frame is Where it? Where is, is there no security? No security ever. The fu- Like, it, it shouldn't be that easy no. to break into a fucking jail. No. But yeah, the English teacher is put to death by the Black Hood. So episode... Seven. We have a pancake mix delivery, which yes. I brought up. But before the pancake but, delivery, um, uh, the stranger thinking that Archie was Jason Blossom, he was like, for a second there, I thought your friend back there was Jason Blossom. Huh? Okay. Is it the hair? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and the probably the varsity jacket. Yeah. And then but. the fucking zombie looking deer. Oh, yeah. What is that about? Oh, yeah, that was weird. My other what the fuck is that there was more than another, like, murderer in town. 
Like, there was another murder that happened in town, and you're telling me in all of their research they never, like, saw this one? Good point. Because, like, point. you're searching for the Black Hood. You're, like, what are you talking about? Like, there's no other murderer in this town that you don't know of until this fucking stranger tells you about? Mm-hmm. And then the stranger saying, it's killing season in Riverdale. Ew, yeah. But yeah, then I put, um, Penny fucking Peabody, because they make the delivery for her. Yes. <laughs> she felt like that so nicely. Yes. Okay. Um, my last note yes. for this episode is them thinking that the sheriff is the killer. In what fucking world? Yeah, because this is when they have the sleepover and everything. Yeah. And that was so... Weird. I hated that. I hated that scene. Because Veronica's looking for proof that he's dating, and Betty's like, no, look for proof that he's the killer. Bitch, what the fuck? First off, if he's dating, that's too private. Yes, it, it's not, again, it's not grown folk business. business. If he's the killer, why the fuck do you want your best friend snooping around? Right? And also, Kevin, like, you should be there for Kevin, and not for yourself and your own interests. Yep. Yep. Like, Kevin really needed an actual fucking friend at that time. And his dad's a sheriff. He's getting all this fucking hate. Like, what? Isn't this also the episode where we find out that the... That Josie and her mom, the mayor, are living at the Pembroke? Hmm. It might be. I forgot about that until you just said it. So it might be. I think they do start living there. But I just think it's so weird. I'm sorry, I don't mean to disturb you, but you're kind of heavy just on one leg. Speaking of, I don't remember when this is, but I have to bring it up. All of the cat puns with the pussycats. When, specifically when they're like, you clawed us in the back. I, I, I. But I can't look at your fucking cat ears. Okay. God forbid. Okay. Um... So episode eight mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Um, this is when we see Cheryl's fucking obsession with Josie. So I wrote this too because why does the reveal that Cheryl is into women, she's at least bi, why does it have to be so creepy? It never should have gone that way. No. Because they make it seem like the janitor is a bad person and the janitor fucking R.I.P. had nothing to do with fucking anything. His poor fucking sweet self was just trying to do a job after his whole family got fucking murdered like he's already been through enough don't they make him out to be the black hood now he's dead oh he was sending share or josie creepy things no No, it's fucking cheryl and cheryl's like leading this vendetta against the janitor so then they go get uh fp out of jail yes and then alice asks him if it's true that he's sexually frustrated? I said, Mama Cooper making her feelings for FP clear. But, like, in what fucking world? Like, you're with your daughter uh, and his boyfriend to pick up his dad, and you're asking him if he's sexually frustrated while you're giving him a ride home? Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't make any fucking sense. I did like, okay. the, I like the scene afterwards, though, when they're, like, riding their bikes together, and they, like, pull into a random fucking little field. I did like that. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Like your dad got out of jail. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. But I put FP is a veteran. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah. He said, because he's talking about them being in the serpents or whatever. 
And then he's like, I never wanted this life for you. Like, the serpents have always been here for me, but you don't, like, need them when he's talking to fucking right. Jughead. And then he was like, I grew up in the serpents, and then I went to the military, and oh. then I came back, and I'm a serpent again. Mm. So that's why I was like, if he's a veteran, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm very at ease. <laughs> oh. oh. Um. I did love this high school sophomore relationship of, you know, Veronica and Archie having all this sex, and now he's scared to say I love you. Or she's scared she's to say scared I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's scared. He has no problem. He's like, I'm so into you, which I think kind of points to our, like, uh, Grundy theory. But, like, that he was just obsessed because he's young. But she can't say I love you back. Yeah. But yet you're cricketing red circle t-shirts you're <laughs> being like this is how you're gonna get along with my dad whatever but you can't tell the man you love him um my next note goes back to um kind of like them not knowing there was another murder my thing is is yeah. it a small town vibes because how did they not know about a murder house exactly we had a creepy place in my city, and my city, the population's like 30,000? No, mm-hmm. 300,000. 100,000? I don't know. It's big up there in numbers. So, like, everybody knew about this one place. Yeah. So, it's fucking very strange that nobody knows about this fucking nobody haunted knows. house. Yeah. This abandoned house. Yeah. Even if it's not known for it being a murder house, it definitely would have been somewhere people went to go hang out. Yes. Um, I put the janitor being the third kid. I like the storyline with the janitor and everything that happened. Yeah. Like, that was a good storyline. I don't like how they came about it. No. That's what I was just going to say. I like the storyline in general. I think it really, like, brought a cute little, um, full circle moment. Yes. To wrapping in this old murder or whatever. Yes. Um, but I didn't like then that we accuse him of being the Black Hood and having this vendetta and everything. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. Um, this is when we see Alice dressed in all black to go to the White Worm. Yeah, and we know what happens with the White Worm. <laughs> Before we get to that, because I have a lot to say about this fucking White Worm situation. Yes, no, absolutely. <laughs> fucking Veronica saying she's never, like, heard her parents say they love each other. Right, yes, which is why she can't say I love you. What? Like, I understand that. Like, I get it. You don't, you're not, like, seeing people around that say it so comfortably. Mm-hmm. But then, it's like, why the fuck are they still together if they don't love each other? I think the security of it all. That's true. I think Hermione is taken care of, and Hiram has yeah. whatever control he needs over the secondary person to, like... I just think it's weird. Take someone down with him. So back to Alice wearing black when they go yes. into the White Worm. What kind of strip club bar is the white worm where they have karaoke yes oh <laughs> i was like in what fucking world in what fucking world do they have karaoke at a gang bar that's also a strip club and then the fact that they people got mad when uh veronica runs off stage with archie oh yeah and they were like they were booing singing. and stuff <laughs> which then <laughs> then to the exciting so. part Betty gets up to finish their song while doing the serpent dance. And she's fucking stripping. She's stripping. 
10 <laughs> fucking minutes ago, we're scared that Jughead is putting the jacket on. Now we're doing the dance so Ugh. we can be in the gang. Yes. For our boyfriend. While your mom is there? His dad? <laughs> Ugh. I don't even Ugh. like... I don't even... I'm not even comfortable with my in-laws, my parents, knowing I have sex. And we're married. Yeah. No. You're 16. Stripping. In front of your parents and your in-laws and everything like that. Well, yeah. they're not your in-laws, but you know what I mean. Yes. But no. Ugh. no. Okay. No, Anyways. No, 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 no. Okay. And then it ends with everybody breaking up with each other. Yeah. Again. <laughs> for Jug and... But they all... And then it, the last scene in this what in this episode was um, Archie looking at Betty in the window. So now my thing is, does Archie like Betty? Well, yeah, because the next thing, we go to this... Or, well, we go to the Blossoms or whatever, and they kiss in the car. Yes. But that was my major thing was, like, does he like her now? Yeah. Like, what? Um, for episode nine, I wrote, I'm a sucker for holiday episodes. I love themed episodes. I love a themed episode. If it's not musical theme. Oh, yes. Um, this is when we get more into Mr. Spencer. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about it. I thought the confession scene was giving PLL vibes, though. Yes. So, yeah. Um, this is also when we get introduced to the Fabergé eggs. Yes. <laughs> well, they're Glamourgé yes. in this show, but yes, a good old yes. Fabergé egg. So when we and Miranda first started re-watching up to episode season um, four, we didn't understand what a fucking Fabergé egg was. Mm-mm. And so we had to look it up and stuff, and <laughs> we did, went down a fucking rabbit hole. We did. It was bad. We were like... Oh my god! I was like reading about the Russian czar that would gift them to his yeah. wife every so often, whatever the increment was. Oh my god! But now there's these fucking expensive eggs, and then Betty gets the fucking finger in her mail. Ew! Yeah. Also, what kind of parent does not go through their kid's mail? I mean, I don't know because he could have. I mean, again, it would be nice to know what time it is. Because if my mom knows that Samantha bought this off Amazon, she doesn't open that package when it comes. She'll just leave it for Sam. But yeah, but if it's, like, something random. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, who the fuck is this from? Yeah, so is there online shopping? Um, this is when we find out the town killed somebody. That and that whole storyline. And then Nana, them, like, them going to talk to fucking Nana Rose that has dementia. But she remembers everything yeah, of importance. Women weren't allowed to go. Which then... This, to me, was another part when we were talking about the burning the, the playbook, for mm-hmm. a be- lack of a better term. They go on to burn these photos that yes. help them solve this. Why are we burning that? What if we have another mystery? Yeah, doesn't make any Anyways, sense. Anyways, just like the book. Why the... F- anyway, okay. Um, Betty and Archie kiss. Yes. Which, what the fuck? Doesn't make any sense. Um, and then we get to the serious part where the Black Hood is holding them at gunpoint because they go see the, they find the, the fucking picture. They go yeah to look under this tree and they, there's nobody in the fucking casket. Yeah. And then surprise, surprise, the fucking Black Hood is there with a gun. Get in the casket. Make, bury him. What? And then who called the cops? Yeah. Who? Where did that come from? Wait. And then he's just running, and what, he jumps into the river or something like that? No, he tries to run into, the, he, he's like holding onto the side, 
and he's about to, and then Archie and shoots him. Shoots him. Okay, yeah. With his gun. <laughs> so then we think with his own gun, Mr. Spencer's own gun. Yeah. So now we think it's solved. The black hood with Spencer. Everything, but I did want to know why are the kids questioning the janitor? Like, wh- why are the kids take them to the cops? Yes. Why are we cornering Give him all in the, the fucking hall. information to the cops? Why are we cornering him in the hall? You scared him. If he was the actual Black Hood, now he knows you're on to him. Yeah, you're dead. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Ugh. But it's once again, children, literal children, fucking being an adult business. Um. Mr. Spencer being the black hood, apparently he cut off his own finger. <laughs> this is when we get to Cheryl's mom being a lady of the night. Yes, Penelope's job. Ugh. That's when, like, she finds her for the first time. Ugh. Um, And then Veronica finally saying she loves Archie. Yeah. I did enjoy, though, right before this, where he's like, Archie was like, no, 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 it's fine. You don't have to tell me you love me. But yeah, yeah, you just love this song. It's your favorite fucking song. You love a song. I was like, Jesus Christ, Archie. But hey, that's the most high school thing we've seen in a long time in yeah. this show. I wish... I don't know, because this show makes like them flip-flop on their relationship so much. I wish it wouldn't focus so much on that. Yeah. Like, just let them be together. If they break up, fine. Just let them be together and focus on like the killer. Yeah. What's going on in the town. But no, it feels like... Their relationship is always in question. Oh, yeah. Every oh, yeah. episode is question. Uh, yeah. Um, episode 10. Southside. High is closing because of the meth lab that was in the basement that was run by the English teacher. <laughs> and that the reason why it's... Clo- we find out that the reason why it's closing is because the lodges want to buy the land. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of what the So they kind of threw the English teacher under the bus. Yeah, like everybody knew what was happening in that situation and yep yeah and so then we get to the twins being born yes the form how did Polly have them and just tell no one right i mean again it points to that her not being as close with betty as we think she doesn't if i'm giving birth at all i want my mother there yeah so she can't be very close with her mom yeah i uh, she doesn't it's the farm it's the fucking farm yeah and then the names <laughs> <laughs> juniper and dagwood <laughs> juniper <laughs> yeah not jupiter not even betty was like what the fuck <laughs> wait i just i'm sorry oh maybe if jack michael murray was helping me deliver my baby then maybe Maybe I wouldn't need my mom. But what was he? Actually, I would rather have Sophia, Sophia there. No. <laughs> oh, yes. 100%. Oh, I love Sophia Bush. So the farm. Yeah. She goes back to go to the farm. She doesn't want Betty to tell anybody. Betty tells. Of course. Um, and then we find out Betty has a brother. A fucking Charles. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was Charles DeLaurentis? <laughs> There's too many people. <laughs> Riverdale crossover yes. opportunities. Oh my god. But she has uh, a brother that they abandoned that her mom dropped off once again to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. I have a lot of questions about this because at this point we're supposed to believe Hal is the father. Yes? Yes. But later on we find out it's not. It is not. Then we go to the school that the principal wants no gay behavior. 
at the school. Yes, this thing is very confusing to me when he tells them they can't wear their jackets. Because for argument's sake, wouldn't a letterman's jacket be a gang? Yes. Can just anyone get one? Don't you have to be in a sport or something? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. So for argument's sake. But even then, it's like if it's. He has no right to do that then and there. Like he has to put a policy in place. Exactly. And it has to get passed by people. Probably it would get passed. Not going to lie. But there's so many more steps that have to be taken into it before he can create a rule like that. Yeah, but then I think Jughead is just doing the most. Yeah. At first he didn't even want to join, he joins, whatever. And now he's like, I will die on this hill. <laughs> and then the fucking random ass fucking FBI agent coming to talk to fucking Archie Andrews. Keep an eye on Hal for us. Or Hiram for us. <laughs> a 16 year old boy no. is gonna do a better job than you. Mm-mm. Also, I would have immediately told my fucking parents. Yeah. Like, hey, the FBI wants me to work for them. Telling Fred. Right, because Fred has medical debt. And then, (laughs) oh, I love, though, I think we missed it. I don't care. (laughs) When Archie's, like, talking to his dad, he's like, hey, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I got my medical bills. He's like, what is it or whatever? And (laughs) Fred's like, 86,000. What, dollars? (laughs) What else is it going to be? Like, what do you mean? No, toes. (laughs) Like... Uh, I think that did happen in that this episode. Anyway, yeah, okay, good. I was like, I don't know how much I missed it by, but... Betty and her mom go to look for her brother after, like, that conversation that night with her dad. Mm-hmm. And then Charles' anger is so wild to me when they do find him. Yes! And he's like, get the fuck out, I have someone coming. Yes! How would they know? Why did you let them in? Yes. My exact thing, yes. Uh, and, like, the dad's anger... That they went and found it? That, like, before they went to go look for it. Oh, him. yeah. How? But how is it just a problem? Yeah. Uh, but they go look for him, and then he ends up staying at their house. Oh, my God. And he's, like, lingering, watching Betty sleep. Dude, it's the creepiest shit ever. No, and you're that's... telling me... I'm sorry. Okay. Um, my brother-in-law had someone staying over with us. I locked my door. Yeah. I don't know this person. My brother-in-law does. I don't know this person. After a while, yeah, I was fine. But, like, if a stranger's coming over... Yeah. And I'm going to bed, I'm locking the fucking door. Yeah. I don't care what my mom's rules are. I'm locking the fucking door for my safety. Yeah. No. Because they don't... They probably don't have ill intentions, but what if they do? Yeah. Like... More than likely... Well, I'm not gonna say more than likely. But I still want to feel safe and secure while I fucking sleep. Yeah. I I know there's a stranger there. Like, I can't sleep. Yeah. I legitimately can't sleep if I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Betty being jealous of Tony, which I get, but at the same time, like, I get it. Yeah, Archie, or fucking not Archie, damn. <laughs> fucking Jughead is spending a lot of time with Tony. I understand, like, she can get a little jealous. But at the same time, was why doesn't Jughead reassure her and be like, hey, she's into girls? Or that. Or, why does Betty care they're broken up again? Yes. For, like, the fourth time. They break up all the fucking time. And then, okay, going back to, like, the last episode. Last episode? No, two episodes ago. Why the fuck did Jughead get so mad that Betty wanted to become a servant for him? Yeah, isn't that, like, a sign of love? I feel like a lot of guys, that would have been a turn-on. Yeah. And for him, he was like, no. And he breaks up with her right afterwards? Like, no, Well, sure. she's still a serpent. Like, yeah. Like, she did the serpent dance. What do you fucking expect? 
This is when Archie lied, um, the lying about wrestling for Archie to get with yes. Hiram begins. I yeah, I wrote um, Archie trying to impress Hiram, which yes, which then you see this again. I do not love Hiram for his personality because he is so obsessed with his glory days of being a wrestler. He's he going to try he's Still, he's going to try <laughs> He's still wearing his Ram shirt because that was his nickname. You still have a shirt that fits? No, when he you made a his daughter. His daughter made a new one. With oh yeah, ticket. see. <laughs> no. But it's so weird. Like Gross. I think it's so weird on so many different levels because at first it makes it seem as though he's trying to get close to Hiram mm-hmm. for the FBI guy. Mm-hmm. But then it seems like he's just trying to do it to impress him, to yeah. impress her, his girlfriend's dad. Yeah, a thousand percent. Um, but speaking of the lodges, the mayor has beef with Veronica, a literal child. For what? <laughs> She's like, I'm speaking to my daughter. Bro, she, like, has a problem with her for, like, being a All part of, of her sudden. parents' business. Yeah. But, like, she had to have known. All of a sudden, it's an yeah. issue. <laughs> um, Tony gets mad about the article that, um, are for fucking... Jughead writes, I understand. I do too. It was not his story to tell. Yes. But, but at the same time. It needs to be told. Yeah. Who else was going to be, let this story known that the Blossoms or whatever were completely wrong and they murdered a shit ton of people and that this land should, should have been made a reservation. She should be more honored. Like there should, she shouldn't have been more angry than honored. She should have been like, you shouldn't have done this, but I appreciate that we're getting yes. this recognition. It's kind of like when she went to her grandfather and he was like, well, it's already done. Like, let's make the best out of the situation. Yes. A mature adult. Hmm. Um, the brother is still living with him at this point. Why are they so quick to trust someone? Yes. But I mean, how? How does not trust him at right. all? But, but everybody else, they do. The what? Betty and Alice are so desperate because Polly's like left them that they're like, <laughs> we'll take anything at this point. Yeah, they you didn't even double check. Boy. Yeah, no background check, no nothing. Betty fucking telling her brother about her dark side. Oh, and the scars. They're bonding over scars. Oh my god, I could not with this this fucking no. relationship. I could not. You don't know this man. No. He's been in your house fucking, what, a week max? No. 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 I, um, no. And then Hiram and fucking Archie start getting along, so they please Veronica. She's a fucking child. You do not have to please your child. No. At all. No. If I don't like somebody my daughter's dating, I don't have to. I'm not going to do whatever she wants to make her happy. My job as a parent is to protect her. Right. Right. And you don't have to like him. You can voice your, like, I don't like him. And then you just move on. If he's not doing anything to hurt her, which Archie's not, then you just tell, you voice your concern, you voice your disappointment, and you move on. You You don't have to break them up if nothing bad is happening. But you also don't have to just police her like yeah no Ugh, spoiled child energy <laughs> it's the pearls uh, <laughs> uh, I wrote that I'm kind of on house side I get that I black. get where he's <laughs> I mean I get that too no <laughs> but I understand where he's coming from because he's the only one that's making sense where he's like you have an actual stranger living in our house you don't know who they are like yeah 
you haven't known this person for a fucking long time. Yeah. You dropped him off at fucking the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. And then you forgot about him. And now you're okay with him living? Yeah, we don't know it. And then... We don't know Fucking Chick? Chick? Whatever his fucking nickname is. He gets Betty into webcamming? She's a child! Yeah. A child! Not good. Not good. How? No. Why? And also, why are you so open about that with a stranger? Yes, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I get it. She wants somebody that she feels like she can confide in with this stuff. But, like, no. It's a stranger, Betty. Call up Joe. <laughs> Archie starts working for Hiram. Mm. And he's fucking being a fucking little intern. <laughs> and then this, but my last note for this episode was... Um, the head of Mr. Pickens being taken off. Oh, yeah, that's how it ended for us. Yes. Oh, my God. I cannot. No. And it's, like, red, too. Like, it was bloody. No. That was just, it was, oh, my God. It's a little much. It's a little much, but, hey. Yeah, I get it, but. Anyways. That is that. But that is it for, we're only doing halfway through the season because then we're going to be talking for fucking hours. Um, so that was episode that was our episode three um yes. season one through eleven no two season two season two episode one through yeah 11. there we go there we go that makes um sense. i will do my what the fuck news and then we can wrap this up mine is celebrity related oh um apparently frank ocean is selling selling luxury goods through the company homer their personal items. His most recent addition is going for $25,000. What the fuck is it? A cock ring. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? In what world? I don't know. Man, he's living in fucking Riverdale. I oh my god. The latest capsule of premium pendants, earrings, and keychains. So, yeah, it's 18 karat yellow gold. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, he modeled it himself on Instagram. Would you like to see the censored version? I kind of want to see it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not that. <laughs> it to be like a very very close up of it like around it not the whole fucking thing blurred except for the ring oh i need to go to church oh my goodness that was a great what the fucking news you're welcome you're welcome so yeah uh, i just don't understand. if you're in need of a luxury item <laughs> Only 25 grand. <laughs> Might be something you need to pick up. I don't know. No. <laughs> so, on that note, thank you so much for joining us for episode three. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about it now. Traumatized. Yes. Uh, we will see you next Thursday for episode four where we finish season two. And, yeah, don't forget to follow us on social media. We have Instagram and TikTok. It's going to be 
WTF is this underscore podcast. And also then, link it in the bio and the show notes. Yeah. And then if you want to follow our personal stuff, um, I have linked both me and Miranda's personal pages on our Instagram and she's going to put it in the show notes as well. Yes. Um, I think that's it. That wraps it up for today. Yeah. And we'll see you next Thursday. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>